Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, December 4th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. I'm here for you solo and probably will be for, if not the entirety of this week, at least the majority of it. Grace is sadly out of town dealing with some family situations, so our thoughts go out to her and her entire family while she is gone. But I will be in town this week, so you will be getting a lot of my thoughts on shows and stuff that I see not only here in the regular feed, but also on Patreon at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to run through my list of shows of everything that I'm going to see. There are still a few things that are up in the air a little bit, but for the most part, it is my complete list. So we will get to that at the end of the episode. Up first, we got a little bit of news on Friday that is very exciting. Last week, it was announced that the League of Livestream Theater, this new organization that is partnering with some not-for-profit organizations, both on and off-Broadway, to livestream shows, will be airing the final few performances of the Vineyard Theater's scene partners that we've been talking about quite a bit. Grace saw it and, and raved about how inventive it was. They will be doing the last couple of performances on December 15th, 16th, and 17th. There'll be a total of four performances that you'll be able to live stream. This is the new show written by John J. Cowswell Jr. and directed by Tony Award winner Rachel Chavkin. It features two-time Academy Award winner Diane Wiest, Eric Berryman, Johanna Day, Josh Hamilton, and more. Sarah Holden talked about it being beguiling and tantalizing, but... It was something akin to attempting to dramatize an M.C. Escher painting with everything kind of being up and down and difficult to kind of determine what was real and what wasn't. So I I was not going to be able to get to see this on my trip this week. So I am thrilled to have the opportunity to see it via live stream. Another thing that I would like to see, but I'm not going to be able to fit in on my schedule, is a private industry reading coming up this week of a new play with music called Not Ready for Prime Time. As the name suggests, it is a show that looks at the origins of Saturday Night Live. They're going to be having two industry readings, one on Thursday and one on Friday. It is fictionalized to a certain extent, obviously, and it was written by Eric J. Rodriguez and Charles A. Southers. Connor Bagley is directing. The show features Jordan K. Burnett as Gilda Radner, Sarah Chase as Jane Curtin, Gary Kai Fletcher as Garrett Morris, Carrie Renee Fuller as Lorraine Newman, Drew Galing as Chevy Chase, Nate Janis as Bill Murray, Christian Lugo as Dan Aykroyd, Zach Myers as John Belushi, and John Skelly as Lauren Michaels. The show had previously had an out-of-town run a couple years ago in Miami, and now they're going to do it live, not necessarily on Saturday night, but in New York. All right, let's dive into this week's theatrical schedule. Obviously, tons of things already up and running because of the holiday season, but we aren't getting a tremendous amount of openings and previews and closings because most shows would like to be at their peak right now for all of the holiday tourists that are either in town or will be coming into town. But tonight, over at the Actors' Temple, the off-Broadway premiere of Mad Women of the West will officially open. Of course, I spoke with dear friend Mary Lou Henner about the show a few weeks ago before they began performances. It also stars beloved stage and screen regulars Caroline Aaron, Brooke Adams, and Melanie Mayron. It is written by Sandra Singh Lowe and directed by Tom Caruso. It features a group of women who had been inseparable friends during their college years, and while some of them have stayed very close, one of them has not, but when they get all back together, secrets, hilarity, wisdom, and so many other things are revealed. I saw the show pretty early in previews, like the fifth or sixth performance, I I believe, so I'm not going to necessarily share thoughts because that was probably a little bit too early, and from 
an inside source. You might be able to guess who it was. I know that there has been quite a few cuts, but excited to see uh, the reviews for this one when it opens tonight. Then another show that is opening off-Broadway this week is Manhattan down at the Public Theater. The show is currently scheduled to run through December 23rd. I'm going to be seeing it later this week, which we'll talk about shortly. It is the New York premiere of the play written by Mary Catherine Nagel and directed by Lori Woolery. The press notes describe it as a gripping journey from the fur trade of the 1600s to the stock trade of today. It tells the story of Jane Snake, a brilliant young native woman with a Stanford MBA. Jane reconnects with her ancestral Lenape land known as Manhattan when she moves from Oklahoma to New York for a banking job just before the 2008 financial meltdown. Jane's struggle to reconcile her new life with the expectations and traditions of her family and nation are powerfully interwoven with the heartbreaking story of the Delaware nation's expulsion from the land. Both old and new Manhattan converge in a lesson about the dangers of living in a society where there's no such thing as enough. We have the Mad Women of the West opening on Monday. We have Manhattan opening on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, it's not an opening, but it is the first performance off-Broadway of a new production of Tennessee Williams' The Night of the Iguana. This one comes from La Femme Theater Productions and has an absolutely dynamite cast featuring Tim Daly, Daphne Rubin Vega, Leah Delaria, and more. The show is directed by Emily Mann, is currently scheduled to run through February 25th on the Irene Diamond stage at the Pershing Square Signature Center off-Broadway. This is not a signature theater production, but as you know, they often have shows that come in from outside organizations. If you are unfamiliar with this Tennessee Williams classic, it involves, quote, a defrocked clergyman, a stormy night at the Costa Verde Hotel in Acapulco, a world at war, and a dying poet. This is described as perhaps the most spiritually meaningful work from Tennessee Williams. And with a cast like this, I can only imagine how great it is. In addition to Daily, Ruben Vega, Leo Delaria, I, I can't believe I didn't mention Austin Pendleton, Joan Lichty, and others. This is running into February, like I said, so I'm hoping to be able to see this on a return trip because I couldn't fit it into this one. But always great to see a production of a Tennessee Williams show, especially with a knockout cast like this. Then this coming Sunday, we have our only Broadway opening of the week, and this one happens over at the Belasco Theater with How to Dance in Ohio. The show will open on December 10th, and it is a new musical based on the documentary film of the same name by Alexandra Shiva. It is directed by Sammy Knold and choreographed by Mady Natalio. It features a book and lyrics by Rebecca Grimm-Olosik and music by Jacob Yandora. The show tells a true story of a group of neurodivergent high school students who want to put on a prom. In the roles of those high school students are neurodivergent actors, and they are surrounded by a handful of some Broadway veteran names in some of the adult roles, including Haven Burton, Darlicia Searcy, Cesar Samoya, and more. This is one of those shows that many people are kind of pegging as one of the frontrunners for the potential Best Musical Award of the Tonys next June. I have not seen it. I've only seen a couple of the promotional videos and songs that they've released. I'm going to be seeing it on Tuesday. Uh, or on uh, on Wednesday, I'm sorry. So keeping an eye on it. I, of, of course, am uh, at least a little bit partial to it because it is set in my hometown of Columbus, Ohio, because that is where the documentary actually takes place. But we will see what happens. All right, moving off of this week's theatrical schedule, it was announced over the weekend that the iconic Otter McDonald will be the Grand Marshal of the 2024 Tournament of Roses Parade. The theme for the parade is celebrating a world of music, and of course, that makes total sense to have Audra McDonald be the Grand Marshal for that. Audra did grow up in California as well, so that makes a little bit of sense. So excited for this, and congratulations to her. 
And then a feel-good recommendation before we get into my schedule for this week. We have an exclusive video of looking at the potentially soon Tony-winning Eden Espinoza singing the song Time for Starting Over for the new musical adaptation of the film Seventeen Again. The cast recording from the show is available now on streaming platforms. In addition to Eden, it features a phenomenal cast, including Drew Galing, Casey Likes, Bryce Pinkham, Will Rowland, Mallory Bechtel, Gabriella Cabrula, Alan H. Green, Ann Harada, F. Michael Haney, Carly Hughes, Desi Oakley, Donna Vivino, and more. So watch this video. Obviously, Eden Espinosa, multiple-time guest here on Broadway Radio, is phenomenal. And you can also check out the entire cast album wherever you get your music online. All right, I'm going to run through my schedule for this week. I fly out early Tuesday morning, and I hope there is no delays because I'm going to be going to the second day of the Red Bucket Follies at the New Amsterdam Theater at 2 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon. I'm going to be going for uh, to a few shows, uh, Red Bucket Follies and then the, sh the evening show on Tuesday and Wednesday with actually a friend of mine from here in Orlando, someone I actually go to the gym and work out with. Uh, she wanted to go up and see Six, and so I said, well, I'm going to be there for the first performance of the new cast, uh, and she had specifically wanted to see this new cast, so she decided to come up for that performance as well. So we're going to go see Red Bucket Follies Day 2, then go and see Six with the first performance of Cast 3.0, I, I guess, on Tuesday. Tuesday night. Then on Wednesday, I'm going to go see How to Dance in Ohio at the Matinee, and then I'm going to meet up with Natalie again to see Shucked on Wednesday night. I had to see it one more time before it closed on Broadway, especially with Izzy McCullough, who I think is, is absolutely fantastic. And then on Thursday, I'm doing it. I finally decided to go check out that Thursday matinee, which I love so much just on principle. So I'm going to be seeing a beautiful noise on Thursday afternoon. Then I'm going to be heading downtown to see Hell's Kitchen on Thursday night. Then on Friday morning, late morning, I'm going to go see a reading of the new musical Letters to the President, which has a great cast. It has different songs written by a bunch of incredible musical theater composers as citizens writing to a variety of different presidents throughout the history of the United States. The cast is great, so I can't wait to see that. Then Friday evening, I'm going to play Wright's Horizons to see Stereophonic, finally. On Saturday afternoon, I'm going to go see Harmony at the Alpha Barry Moore Theater. Then on Saturday night, I'm going to go see I Can Get It For You Wholesale. I saw it very early in previews, but very excited to see it now that it is open. Then on Sunday, I'm going to see Appropriate on Broadway. It's, it's a little earlier than I would have liked, but I wasn't sure that I'm going to get back for after it opens, so I had to make sure that I saw that. Then I'm pretty sure I'm going to sneak in a 5.30 performance to Rachel Bloom, Death Let Me Do My Show at the Orpheum Theater, then run over to see Manhattan at the Public Theater before, I think, closing things out with the Iconis Family Christmas Extravaganza at 54 Below. Whew, that's going to be a lot. This is an old school mat trip. It's only what I, I get there on Tuesday and I leave very early on Monday morning. So I'm counting that as like six days and I'm doing at least 14 things. So this is old school. I haven't done this in a while. I'm getting a little too old for this, but there's just so much opening that I want to see. And of course, seeing the new cast of six and seeing Shucked again, throwing in some uh, some concerts and some events and some readings is always something that it's hard for me to avoid. So uh, if you want to hear my thoughts on everything that I see, assuming it's not in previews, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. I will be doing da daily travelogue episodes over there as well. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. You can follow me pretty much anywhere, but I really only post on Instagram anymore. It's just pictures of playbills, working out, and me doing things with my uh, adorable eight-year-old nephew, Joey. So uh, you can do that at BWW Matt. 
All right, everybody, that is all that we have for today. Have a wonderful Monday, a wonderful week. We'll be back to talk to you tomorrow.